Let me tell you about the first time I went overseas. Now, I've been overseas with my parents. A couple places, Myanmar, my hometown, and a couple of other countries that I went when I was younger. But this, this was the first time I went with just my friends. Now, I went with two people. Let's call them Jack and Harry. We were headed to Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. When we went, went to the airport, the first tragedy struck. Now, I didn't know this because it was my first time going overseas, right? Where my parents weren't handling everything, where I was on my own. Apparently, you needed six months before your expiry date or your passport. I didn't know that. I had five months until my passport was gonna go expired. Go past its expiry date. So I got there one hour before check-in, and suddenly, with all my luggage, with everything in hand, I couldn't get past the gates. I couldn't get in the check-in. And here's the funny thing. Now, Jack and Harry, they didn't know each other very well. I was the center guy, I was the middleman, right? They agreed to go with me, not with each other. So, it was this kind of awkward thing where we all thought that, hey, I could not go anymore. Only those who could go. So we struggled, we stressed, I make calls on calls, I asked my parents what to do. Eventually, we went online, and I had to pay 300 plus for an emergency visa just to get on the plane. I was already $300 down and I barely even left Singapore. On the flight there was nothing too much, right? We just kind of chilled out, talked, but to be fair, the three of us weren't really talkative or anything. We generally just chill, enjoy the scenery, enjoy the sights, and then we landed. Now, when I stepped foot into Vietnam, I was I had high, high hopes, right? It was exciting. I was going out with my best friends. There was no supervision. We could do whatever we wanted. When I used to go to places with my parents, they're quite religious. So we were always going to temples every day. Historic sites, prayers and all that. I wanted to do something fun with my friends. And these two guys were just the two guys I wanted to go with. We checked in, put our stuff down and immediately headed out. We went to go for... Well, it was a bit early in the afternoon, so we went for lunch. It was a interesting experience. I never really tasted Vietnamese food before. But, you know, it's great. I had one of the traditional dishes back there. Uh, I want to say pho. And it was great. Like, the first time I tasted it, it was unique. Right, I never really had much of like soupy noodle based stuff. I'm more of a western, I have more of a western palate. So like burgers, pizza, steaks, you know. And now I had this dish in front of me. It looked odd for my first time, I'm not gonna lie. I was a bit hesitant. But my friends were a little bit more veterans. Well, just for note, they have been overseas with their friends and they have gone alone. I was the newbie there. I had no idea what to expect. So they told me just try it, you know. I took the first spoon, put it in my mouth. Oof. The flavors burst out. There were so many things happening there and needless to say, I enjoyed it. Now, we went to night markets. We went to, you know, 
clubs obviously we were we were young right we just wanted to have fun we went to bars rooftop bars and all that a little bit of shopping we, we're not much of uh we're not that into clothing so we just bought like a few pieces here and there less than five per person and while all of that was fun there was a little incident that caught me off guard caught all of us off guard and it turned it into a bit of a twist a bit of a twisted adventure now before i get into that one main thing to note is that we got ourselves scooters one for each of us now i'm a complete newbie right i've never really ridden anything or rather you know steered anything <laughs> so it's quite interesting we just screw it let's take it let's take it to the road and three of us rode on scooters in a very busy traffic of uh, Vietnam. Surprisingly though, even though it looks from the outside, it was intimidating as hell for me to look at the roads. But it's a sort of organized chaos. You don't see anybody really following a lane. You don't really see much turn markers or anything like that. You just see a bustling mess in front of you. That's from the outside. When you go in and start riding your scooter or driving your car, there's this sort of general consensus of what to do. It's without any, you don't need to say anything or signal, signal anything. People know what they're doing. It was completely safe for me, a first time rider. So we rode around going to different places and I was surprised. I, I was kind of proud of myself actually. I managed to uh, right stably uh, in a very stable manner you know make turns uh, coordinate with traffic and all that but funny enough even though I went the entirety of the two days or rather we were there for four days for the first two days it was fine I was riding perfect but for some reason I could not park my bike back at the hotel now the hotel had a little slope back into the car park and for some reason, I could handle rough roads, sharp turns, heavy traffic, giant hills. But one little bump got the better of me. The moment I turned into the car park, my bike just toppled over. For some unknown reason, I could not handle that small little bump. But anyway, we went on for a couple of nights just chilling, you know, drinking as we would. And one particular night we got bored. So one of our friends said, Hey, let's grab our scooters, let's go on a night ride. Seems like fun, I thought. I've never really, you know, had the road to myself. Might be a nice change of pace, we thought. Because in the morning, daytime, it was so busy, so noisy, so crowded. By night, the road seemed clear. Okay, let's do it. Let's go. Took our three bikes, uh, three scooters, and started riding. We didn't really have a direction in mind, right? We have GPS, we can find our way back. Uh, most of us is, uh, were good with our directions. So we started riding. Now, Jack's bike had a little bit of an issue. It couldn't go past a certain speed. It was not his fault, it was the bike being a little bit faulty. So it could max out at maybe like what, 40 kilometers per hour. Mine was a little better, but it would make around 50-ish to 60. Now Harry's bike, Harry's bike was fine. 
he could go to the full speed ahead. 70, 80, 90, whatever you call it, whatever the max speed is, he could reach it. So he started taking turns, right? Somebody will go in front, two of us will stick behind, and we just alternate, alternate, alternate. One stretch though, Jack's bike fell behind. I decided to go behind and keep him company, because the entire time I was keeping up with Harry. So I decided to go say hi to Jack, talk a little bit, just the two of us. Suddenly, another bike just went past us. Full speed, just zoom past us. We saw two people on that bike. Well, okay, we didn't think much of it. It was dark, right? The road wasn't that well lit. We were a little bit towards the outskirts. Harry was way in front of us. Next thing you know, we saw Harry's bike start flipping. And I'm not exaggerating here. It's not a small little tumble and fall, no. It's a full-on what you see in Fast and Furious flip. It started barreling down the street and we couldn't even see Harry anymore. Both me and Jack just froze, but we quickly tried to get get towards the crash site, apparently. And we just saw the other bike just speeding away. We went there, we saw him crouched on the side of the road, holding, clutching his arm, bleeding. The bike was, the scooter he was renting was in shambles. It was just, it just fell apart. And we went to him and asked him, wait, what happened? Because we just thought it was an accident. We didn't really piece together that something bad had happened. We just thought that he lost control. He told us that apparently the bike that got past us, went past us, singled him out, went close to him, took out a knife or whatever sharp object. He couldn't really see, right? Cut his bag strap off, took his bag, and as for Adam, I don't know what it was, why they needed to do it, but they decided to kick his bike over while they were traveling at about 70 kilometers per hour. We were baffled, we were stunned. We got so pissed off, it, it was replaced very quickly with anger. And we wanted to go and chase them down. But by, but by that time, they were already long gone. We couldn't even see their taillights anymore. They were just sped off. We were lost, we didn't know what to do. We were in the middle of nowhere. There were no buildings around. No population. Well, think, come to think of it, it's probably our fault for going that far. So we decided to leave one there with him to take care of him. And then the other person would go back to the hotel and get help. So we went and got the hotel stuff. Now, this might seem like a bad story and all, but the hotel staff were really, really very nice to us. Very accommodating. So they came back with us. One of them came back with me, rode pillion on my bike, and started to treat to him, treat his wounds and all that, carry him back, ride the broken scooter that none of us, sorry, all of us were afraid to ride. They rode it back for us because they were worried it would get injured even more. So they rode the bike back, and while my while Jack was attending to Harry's wound in the hotel room, I ran around the entire now. Now, mind you, this happened at around 1 to 2 a.m. in the morning. I spent that from that point all the way until 9 a.m. in the morning, running around with the hotel staff, who by the way was so understanding of the situation. We ran around the entire time looking for witnesses, talking to the police, getting reports, getting uh, footages and all that. We went to like three different police stations in order to try and catch. But honestly, 
It was a dimly lit area, not many cameras around. We couldn't get anything. We really couldn't. There was no catching them and our flight was the very next day, the very next afternoon. We didn't have enough time to uh, catch or whatever, stay or stick around long enough. Luckily though, Harry's passport he left in his room. This was a last minute decision we made by the way. We were almost about to bring all of our passports out, but luckily for us, he kept his passport in his room and we managed to go back. We managed to get ourselves together and go back. Now Harry, luckily, it was a miracle, but luckily he was not very badly injured. There was nothing life-threatening, there was nothing broken or anything, just really hurt, you know, uh, and all that, but nothing life-threatening. He, he was fine after a couple of days, but the trauma stuck, stuck with him a little bit. We were furious. And it occurred to us that they had singled him out. Because at one point, I was alone all the way at the back. And another point, Jack was all alone. It was only when Harry went alone that he just got hit. Just like that. Snap. But anyway. The hotels that were really nice, they covered us for everything, gave us tips, helped us everywhere, and I couldn't be more grateful to them, honestly. So, slides it for you guys for next time if you want to go overseas. Anywhere, right? Anywhere. It's not a case of this singling out this country or anything. No. Vietnam was lovely. I enjoyed my stay there. But if you were to go anywhere with a little bit of an outskirts area, do keep in mind, don't stray too far from the lights. Do not stray too far on your own away from the city. Keep yourself safe, guys. And that was my first time going overseas with my friends. See you guys next time.